all of you please uh, uh, join your hands palms and let's begin with the pranam mantras namo vishnu padaya krishna preshtaya bhutale श्रीमते भक्ति वेदांत स्वामिने नमस्ते सारस्वते देवे गौरवाणी प्रचारिणे निर्विशेषा शून्यवादी पाश्चातिणे जय श्री कृष्ण चैतन्य प्रभु निनंदीअद्वैत गदाधरा श्रीवासादी गौरभक्तवृंद नमो महावदान्या कृष्ण प्रेम प्रदायते कृष्णाय कृष्ण चैतन्य नाम्ने गौरतुषे नम नमो ब्रह्मण्य देवाय गोभ्राह्मणहिताय जगदिताय कृष्णाय गोविंदय नमो नम हे कृष्णा करुणा सिंधो दीनबंधो जगतपते गोपेश गोपिका कामोस्तुते तप्त कांचन गौरांगी राधे वृंदावनेश्वरी ऋषभानु सुते देवी प्रणमा हरि प्रिय वाचाकल्पतरुभ्य कृपा सिंधुभ्य पतीतना पावनेभ्यो वैष्णवभ्यो नमो नमः हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा कृष्ण कृष्णा हरे 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 रामा हरे रामा राम रामा हरे हरे ओम अज्ञान Hare Krishna everyone welcome back all of you so we are here in chapter 5 it's a very beautiful chapter and it is titled as karma yoga action in krishna consciousness it is also called as uh, karma sanyasa yoga so very beautifully krishna is explaining and answering all the very inquisitive questions of arjuna and in the previous session we have covered some very important shlokas and we understood certain very nice concepts where krishna said in the 19th word that how nirdosham hi samam brahma tasmat brahmani te stitaha so one who is actually nirdosham one who is actually completely flawless and we understood that how being flawless means not to find fault with anybody 
that's one of the aspects of uh, being flawless and we all have to attain the state of flawlessness because that is the state of nirdosham which will help us to attain the brahmani sthitihi the state of brahman right and then in the 20th shloka we also understood that how krishna is saying that na prarashet priyam prapya not vijit prapya cha priyam so anybody who is not very uh, elated by all the success that he gets at the same time he is not really depressed because of certain failures in life with such equanimity equanimity when a person lives his life that is a state when which will also make him attain the brahmani sthitihi so all these detailed explanations you can listen go back to the previous session and they are all available on youtube so you can go and check them out so it's very important and in 21st shloka again a very interesting shloka where krishna is explaining that bhayas parsheshu asaktatma so how most of the time that we are so much engaged in bhayas sukha we are all in, engaged in the sensual activities all the time and that external bliss or actually it is not a bliss it's a wrong word i take back that word bliss because there is no bliss in sensual activities so most of the internal pleasure that we get is actually bliss so bahya sukha we have to get rid of the bahya sukha and you have to practice brahma yoga brahma yoga is nothing but krishna consciousness so only when you achieve that state of krishna consciousness then sukham akshayam asnute akshaya means it is unlimited akshaya means unlimited just like we have akshaya patra draupadi had this akshaya patra akshaya patra means it used to give unlimited food so similarly krishna also gave draupadi akshaya vastra you know when she was being disrobed in the assembly in the gambling match so krishna you know he gave unlimited clothes for draupadi right so that is akshaya vastra akshaya means unlimited so if you are also looking for akshaya sukham if you are really looking for unlimited happiness then you have to follow krishna consciousness so very beautifully we have understood all these factors and then ehi samsparsha cha bhoga dukkha yonaya evate so in 22nd shloka we understood that how whenever you engage yourself in any of the sensual activities it actually comes with dukkha yonaya evate all the sensual pleasures are actually pregnant with dukkha dukkha yonaya evate and i also told you there is no question of abortion here so because this is something when you most of the time when people get engaged in these activities there is a problem of impacting having an impact with dukkha and that's why people are not happy why people are not happy in spite of all the riches in spite of enjoying all the different sensual pleasures they are not happy because they are actually internally it is filled with dukkha so we have understood all these thing and what prabhu in 22nd shloka krishna is saying nateshu ramate budaha budaha means intelligent person so that intelligent person who is always ramate who is enjoying in the transcendental bliss such people will not take pleasure in such bahya sukaha so all these things we have understood very nicely so let's understand now the next verse and the verse for today it's very interesting let's try to cover some some more very nice shlokas from the bhagavad gita let's begin with 23rd shloka so i request achyutan ji to unmute yourself and let's uh, have okay dev also has joined us so let's go and chant this 23rd 
Yeah, should be fine. So I hope uh, the loka is visible to you, Achyutanji. Yes. Shaknoti hai vayha shodum. Raksharira vimokshanat Raksharira Kamakrodot bhavam begam Kamakrodot bhavam begam Sayukta sa sukhi naraha Sayukta sa sukhi naraha Once again Shaknoti hai vayaha shodum Wonderful. Please read the translation. Before giving up this present body, if one is able to tolerate the urges of material senses, take the force of desire and action, he is a yogi and is happy in this world. Yes, thank you so much. So very nicely Krishna is saying here, so before giving up this present body, if one is able to tolerate, very important word, the urges of the material senses, then such person who can control the forces of desire, of desire, lust and anger, he is a yogi and he is happy in this world also. So let's understand this in detail. So actually Krishna is appreciating a person who can control his, what, what he can control? Kama Krodha Bhavam Vegam. So one who can control Kama and Krodha, the lusty desires and at the same time anger, then such Vega, Vega means urges, it's a force. You know each one of us have different intensity of these forces called Kama and Krodha. Right? The more we engage in this karma and it is getting frustrated, it will give rise to anger. We have already understood that in the previous chapter, that how anger, what is the cause for anger? When our desires are frustrated, that gives rise to our anger. So, karma krodot bhavvegam. So, if you can somehow control these urges, very very important. Such an internal force, it's a very strong force that each one of us have. And if you can control such force, oh, what an amazing thing it is. So Krishna is actually telling us, please give up all this karma and krodha. So in the previous verse, if you see, Krishna has used the word, Nateshu Ramate Buddha. Buddha means what? A very learned person, a very intelligent person. But what Krishna is saying here in the 23rd verse, he's saying, Sa yukta sa suki naraha. Naraha means human being. Earlier he was referring to Buddha, very intelligent people. But here he is saying suki naraha, a normal human being like each one of us. So what Krishna is saying here is, any normal person should be able to control his kama and krodha. If we are not able to control kama and krodha, then we are not even human beings. Is the import of Krishna. 
So very very important, please understand. Why there is so much of restriction Prabhuji? Some of you must be asking, right? You must be thinking that Prabhuji, what is this? Krishna is telling us to control something which is so difficult to control, right? It's ultimately the force and it is beyond our control. Many people think that they give up. They don't want to even think about it. Anyway, they just go with the flow of life. You know, they just don't want to have any such restrictions. But restrictions are there. But why these restrictions? So that we can experience higher joy. For example, you know, last time uh, when I was uh, going from Pune to Mumbai through that express highway, and while I was traveling, I also saw the board, you know, it was having the speed limits at 100 kilometers per hour. You cannot exceed the speed limits. So on a highway, you can see there are some limitations, speed limits. Why? So that you are safe. Although there is a thrill involved, you know, when you go speed with high speeds, there is some sort of joy and people enjoy that thrill. But at the same time, it is unsafe. So for your own protection, they limit, they have certain restrictions, right? Many times it also so happens that, you know, on a highway, you will see that just to keep the driver alert, you know, there are these small humps, you know, very, very small humps. They are not the big ones, you know, and there are multiple of them. So when you are actually going through those humps, there is the little jolt the dog, you know, the driver gets. Because sometimes if the driver is sleepy and is not alert, so these are actually acting like jolts which will make the driver alert. So similarly, sometimes we also need a certain jolt in life so that we become alert. So Krishna is constantly giving us some problems here and there so that we get jolted and we become alert. Oh my God, I am not alert and I am just getting carried away by uh, this thrill of karma and krodha. Right? So we need to control all these things. It's very important. So what Krishna is saying here, very important word Krishna is saying here, shakto Shaknot ihaiva, ihaiva. Ihaiva means in this very lifetime. Now this is a key word. Ihaiva means in this human form. No other species can actually have any control over karma and prodha. If you just see the hogs, you know the pigs, you keep some palatable, <laughs> not palatable, even if you keep some uh, spoiled food, they will just go run all of them, you know, they'll just go and try to hog over it. They just want to grab it. They are so excited by the food that is present between, you know, in front of them. So why they are uncontrollable? Similarly, the pigeons, you know, just throw some grains here and there and they'll all flock together and they want to grab the grains, right? So why? Because there is no sense of control. There is no such thing as control over in any other species. It's only in human beings, Krishna is telling, in human form, you can tolerate these urges. Tolerance is a quality that is very much important for any human being. Extremely important. So here, let's understand even a little bit more now. What is the problem, Prabhu? Why should we actually control? We are humans. Why can't we just enjoy karma and krodha? Actually, there is some joy. Even in displaying... Uh, anger, you know, some people they want to show anger because when they see people fearful, they get joy out of it. Sadistic, actually. You know, there are many people like Hitler, you know, there are people who actually take joy in people's depression, in pain. When they see people in pain, they enjoy, they get some rest out of it, right? There is some joy there also. So, there is a Vega, that's a Vega. So, what is the problem if there is karma and krodha? Why Krishna is telling us? Actually, the root cause of any disease 
will be there will be some source like today we are talking about corona and it's a central news all over the world now why there is a disease in the lungs the moment you cough or you sneeze they will say corona <laughs> right there is any lung infection today even if it is tb they will say it is corona right so what's happening here please understand for any disease there is a cause now for any according to ayurveda ayurveda says that any disease that we get at the physical level there is some cause there may be a bacteria there may be a virus there may be some difference between kapha pitta vata all these changes if there is imbalance then there is a disease within the body but please understand if there is anybody who is undergoing lot of mental illness then what is the cause so krishna is telling this anybody who is going undergoing any psychological problem those people who are actually visiting any psychologist the root cause of their mental illness is karma and krodha if you actually just take out the layers after layers after layers you will finally get the root cause and that is karma and krodha so if anybody is who is actually suffering from any mental illness the root cause is karma and krodha only a person who is free from this karma and krodha lust and anger can actually exhibit lot of freedom and lot of compassion towards others right so if there is no mental illness in a person means he is free from karma and krodha just imagine so many people today are disturbed in the mind constantly there is fear there is so much of anger there is so much of frustration there is so much of anxiety people are afraid to even step out their home today all this is because root causes karma and krodha the mental illness if you can just find out it will lead you to karma and krodha so if you can become free from these you will become free from the mental illness people can actually become free from mental illness so that is a possibility so this is again according to ayurveda you know ayurveda actually says the root cause of your mental problem psychological problem is lust and anger so what happens is any time there is a desire that we get the desire is because there is an external sense object which creates a temptation within us you know many times when we are walking around we are going around any place there are lot of temptations all around us and what happens is when there is temptation is quite strong then there is transgression so what happens is when the temptation gets converted into transgression then there is a problem now what krishna is saying is you tolerate the temptations now what happens is there is temptation there is transgression so what tolerance means tolerance is the wall it acts like a wall between temptation and transgression it will not allow your temptation to become a transgression only when there is a transgression then there is a problem then you get affected heavily there is a reaction for that so actually tolerance is acting like a stopper is acting like a stopper just you know sometimes there is a door stopper this door stopper is how long it's very very small compared to the door right but that small object the door stopper stops the door from banging the frame door frame right so similarly this tolerance will act like a stopper it will stop you from 
your temptations becoming converted into transgressions. Very, very important. Please understand. Now, it is not so easy, Prabhuji. You may say there are so many temptations and you are asking us to get rid of the temptation. It is impractical because they are so powerful, right? You just get flown with that. You know, so many temptations are there. We just get carried away by that. But it requires practice. Just for example, there is a firefighter, you know. When a person joins as a firefighter and the very first some fire accident is there and he goes to the place, the uh, spot where there is a lot of fire, he is scared. He is very fearful. You know, he has no experience in dealing with fire. Right? So he is very careful. In fact, there is a lot of fear in him. But then gradually over a period of time, just imagine when he gets an experience of 20, 25 years in firefighting, he is no more afraid of fire because he knows how to tackle the rage of fire. He knows how to subdue the fire. Now, just because he has become an expert firefighter, does it mean that there will be no fires? No, there will be fires. So similarly, when you become seasoned in Krishna consciousness, when you become very seasoned in your spiritual life, you will have very good control over how to fight this rage of lust and anger. You know over a period of time that yes, this is an experience that I have got and you know how to fight. Now when you become experienced in spiritual life, doesn't mean that there will be no temptations around. There will be temptations, but the possibilities of winning over the temptation is very high because you are now seasoned spiritualist. You are experienced. So it takes time and practice, very conscious practice to actually overcome these temptations. It is not so easy. But when we people fall for these temptations, then they are constantly suffering so much. Right? And that's why we see there are so many problems in life. But it is not so easy, Prabhuji. Temptation is there. You are telling us we have to become seasoned. How do I become seasoned? You have to become seasoned by starving your mind. What do I mean? Starving the mind means you have to tame the mind. Just like the ringmaster in the circus, you know, how the ringmaster controls the wild animal, a wild tiger. When they bring the wild tiger from the forest, they actually starve the tiger. They don't feed the tiger. And then when you starve the tiger, you know what happens? The tiger roars even louder. Now you become scared. Oh my God, it's becoming even more ferocious. So many times people, when they come to Krishna consciousness, when they start becoming a spiritualist, the temptations become very stronger and they start roaring louder and then they think, oh my God, what am I doing? I am becoming a spiritualist here and the temptation is becoming even more powerful now. So let me just give up. You know, many people, they give up to these temptations because the tiger, who is the tiger? The lust and the greed, the anger. They are the tigers who are roaring louder. You know what the ringmaster does at this point? The ringmaster will continue to starve. He will not feed the tiger at all. And then the tiger, when he is roaring loud, it's actually becoming weak. The tiger is actually becoming weak. And that is the point. You know, when the tiger becomes weak, slowly he can be tamed. So now the ringmaster will tell, I will give you food only when you listen to my orders. Right? Similarly, when there is a temptation and you know as a ringmaster, you know that, ah, this is a temptation, I should not feed it. I will not. Feeding means what? 
you are not giving your attention to it. Please understand. What your mind requires is your attention. Attention is the food for your mind. So when you give attention, too much of attention to your mind, such desires, these temptations, then you are feeding the mind. So don't feed it with your attention. Dhyayato vishayan pumsaha. Right? Dhyayato. Don't do dhyayanar on these temptations. Krishna has already explained that. So you should starve your mind by not giving your active attention to these temptations. Very, very important. Then you will become a very expert firefighter. And then you will become a very expert ringmaster also. See? So important it is. Don't we understand the importance now? So, what Krishna is asking here is, you become a Naraha. You become a human being. You know, people wear this being human. This t-shirt, you know, being human. Being human means what? Being human means, you have to control your lust and anger. That is being human. Simply wearing a t-shirt will not make you human. Please understand. Nobody can become a human without just by wearing a t-shirt. It's not possible. So you have to qualify. Krishna has given all this beautiful body, human body, so that we qualify to become Naraha. And by actually controlling this lust and anger, you're not just becoming a Naraha. You're, Krishna is saying, Yuktasa Sukhi Naraha. You will become Sushukshita. Sushikshita Naraha. You become a very wonderful person. You know, those people are constantly angry, they are constantly very lusty. Don't you, do you feel like watching, seeing their faces? You don't even want to see their faces. Because you know a lusty person is very greedy also. Anytime he talks to you, you know, he's always thinking about his self-interest. He's not interested in you. Right? Similarly, the person who is very angry, constantly expressing his anger. Does anyone like to talk to that person? No, right? Nobody wants to talk to such a person who is constantly angry, all the time angry. Ah, it's very difficult. You don't want to see such people. You get affected by that. Now just imagine, you don't want to see a person who is lusty and angry, but does that mean that you have to become lusty and angry and then disappoint others? No. So this is why Krishna is saying, you can become a Sukhi Naraha, if you can actually become kama krodot bhavam vegam, if you can control, tolerate this urges of lust and anger. See, such an important, power-packed verse it is. The verse is filled with so much of meaning. And this is a secret again, Krishna is saying, open secret. If you want to become a sukhi nadaha, get rid of this. Temptations. Get rid of all the temptations. Such a simple thing. <laughs> yeah, not a simple thing, it requires conscious effort. But the secret is so simple. Krishna is revealed directly. Right? So that is why we have to take advantage of Bhagavad Gita. Many people think that, oh, I will become uh, happy, but they don't have any connection with Bhagavad Gita. They don't understand. Bhagavad Gita means they want to avoid. But there are secrets here. Right? So, like Krishna has explained that you can become a Sukhina Raha, you can reach the state of Aparokshatmyana and become Buddha, like in the previous session. You can become Buddha, but you become Naraha first. At least get rid of all these base qualities, you know, these basic instincts, you get rid of these things. So, then, Yuktaha, Krishna is using this word also, Sayuktaha, Yuktaha means anybody who is following yoga, 
practicing yoga is called yuktaha. This is a common word across Bhagavad Gita. Anytime Krishna is referring to yuktaha means one who is practicing yoga. Right? So, this is very important. We all have to become yuktaha. You have to become disciplined. Disciplined in yoga, in practicing yoga. Yoga means not the conventional yoga that I have already told you many times. Right? So, why this disciplining is required? See, even in a classroom, all of you please understand, when you are actually attending college or school, wherever you are, when you are attending as a student, in the classroom, you are supposed to be disciplined. When the teacher is telling you something, you need to be disciplined. If you are constantly watching outside the window, then you know the teacher will punish you or uh, they may get disappointed by you, right? They will not bless you. So just imagine Krishna has given this human body which is like a classroom. This body is like a classroom and you are residing inside this. Now there are so many professors inside this body. Who are the professors? All the devatas. Now devatas, you know, for example, the you know ears, they are actually controlled by the chandra. Your tongue, the mouth is actually controlled by Varuna. Your hands are controlled by Daksha Prajapati. Your nostrils are nose, you are controlled by the Ashwini Kumaras. So, now all these different professors who are there within are constantly watching you. Now they are thinking, oh my lord, you know, they are, this soul is being blessed with such a beautiful classroom with all the facilities and we are giving the sunlight, the moonlight, the water, the rain and everything that is required to sustain this classroom and this fellow is busy looking outside the windows. Which are the windows? The windows are the senses. You know, we are constantly, we are constantly looking outside. We are distracted all the time. Isn't it? So with such distractions, can you imagine what kind of a danger we are in? So, we are, and we are disappointing. You know, when a teacher, he gets disappointed when you are constantly looking outside. Those devatas are also thinking, oh, this person within this classroom is constantly looking outside and not focused. So they get disappointed. So instead of blessing, they curse you. And then there is so much of problems that come in our life. Then people run toward, oh, this dosha, that dosha. They do this puja, that havan, this havan. So that they get rid of all the problems created by the devatas. So many things are there. They get into this loop. Right? So we have to please the professors within. When they will be uh, pleased, They'll be pleased when you are actually becoming free from all these base qualities, karma and krodha. They become very happy. They, are, they see that you are not getting distracted by this lust and anger. Right? So, and one thing I should tell you that, please remember my dear devotees, there is no pill available for lust and anger. It's not that, you know, you there is a headache, you take a pill and your headache is gone. You have cold, you take cetrizin and you will be alright. No, there is no such pill available for lust and anger. You cannot take any pill. There is nobody who has invented such a pill where you take a pill and you get rid of lust and anger. Not possible. Unfortunate. It is not there. And I don't think ever in human history or in the future anybody can create such a pill which will help us to get rid of lust and anger. It's not possible. Through any pill. There is no vaccination for this. You cannot take some external vaccination, dose 1, dose 2 and then get rid of lust and anger, not possible. 
there is no material vaccination, but there is a spiritual vaccination for lust and anger. So that is what Krishna is interested in and he is giving it for free. And just imagine you can take this vaccination, you will become free from all the mental illness. You don't need any psychologist, psychiatric, doctor, right? So it's very, very uh, uh, important that you understand that how Krishna has blessed us with this so beautiful, sophisticated human body, this human body for experiencing higher pleasures and higher enjoyment that Krishna is offering here in the Bhagavad Gita, right? But we are so stupid that we are busy like the hogs, the cats and dogs, enjoying the base pleasures, all the sensual pleasures, eating, sleeping, mating and defending, right? So we have to become free from this. We should not become animals. He is telling Sukhi Naraha. Krishna is telling you become Naraha. Don't become animals, right? But Krishna doesn't, we are not ready to listen to Krishna. This is the problem. Krishna has given this body, this Kshetra. Krishna refers to this body as Kshetra in the 13th chapter. As we go there, we will understand. This body is also referred as Kshetra, a field. Just imagine a farmer, when he has a field, he sows nice uh, seeds so that he gets good crops. But what are we doing with this Kshetra? We have this field called this human body. We are sowing the seed of lust and anger in this. Instead of sowing the seed of love and compassion, what are we sowing? We are sowing lust and anger. Such seeds are being sown in this field. Constantly. Why are we sowing this lust and anger? Because, oh Prabhuji, we are getting this for subsidy. We are getting subsidy easily from all these different varieties of social media, web series and that series and so many things. Easily we are getting and consuming all these things for subsidy and we are thinking that we will be happy. Just see, so foolish we are. So this is not important. And this is human psychology. Anything you get for free or subsidy, we are immediately ready to jump on that. And Kali, Kali Purusha is offering this free. Please, okay, come on, take. He is offering this all across. All our environment is filled with freebies. What freebies? Freebies for lust and anger. And then we want to be happy. Ah, not possible. Kali Purusha is very, very powerful. And he is throwing. He has all the agents. Kali has lot of agents. Kali Chelas. You know, Kali Chelas are all across. They are constantly giving us temptations. And we fall for these temptations. So this Kshetra, we are destroying and humans are so uh, less intelligent than animals now, especially they are degraded so much that we are destroying the land. You see, we are with pesticides, we have destroyed the land. We are destroying the water. You just go and check the waters in the Ganga and Yamuna. So much dirt and pollution. So land pollution is done, water pollution is done with plastic and with dirty waters and chemicals. And then air pollution, no need to say you already are aware of this air pollution. All these facilities are given to us. Just imagine all these external beautiful features given to us by Krishna, resources given to us by Krishna is being destroyed by us. Now imagine if external resources are exploited so much by human beings, imagine the internal resources. The internal resources of what? Love, compassion, devotion. All these are getting destroyed because we are sowing the seed of Lust and anger. Just see. So, how much we are disturbed. There is no forum where people can, you know, get together 
and they can express their love and compassion today. Wherever any meetings they go, there is only what? Promotion of lust and anger. Lust and anger is glamorized in the society today. Is there any society where people are coming together and they want to express the real concerns of life? Hardly any. Very rare. So Krishna consciousness, Prabhupada created this ISKCON movement so that people can express love and compassion and sow the seeds of love and compassion and uproot the weeds of lust and anger. So this is how Krishna is explaining here that we all have to become Kama Krodot Bhavam Vegam Sayukta Sasukiya Naraha Shaknoti Ihaiva. Please understand, don't think, okay, Prabhuji, next life. No, this life, Ihaiva. Don't think of next life again. Because next life, who knows, you will be getting this human body or not. You may become an animal. Right? You can just transmigrate to one of the 84 life species. And then you're gone. The chance is gone. So you are in the right position now. You have got this wonderful human life. And this is the loophole in this maze. Where you can escape this maze. So... Please take advantage of this loophole that Krishna has created, the human body. Human body is the most wonderful body. Let us not exploit this by anger and lust. Right? So, I hope uh, this makes it very clear and let us not uh, fall to these uh, low basic uh, temptations. So, let's go and chant the next verse, very interesting verse again, 24th verse. So, I request uh, maybe... Uh, Hina Mataji can unmute and let's see if she is able to chant. So let's go to the verse number 24. So hope the screen is visible to you Mataji. Yes. So this is very nice verse number 24. Yuntas Sukontar Aramas Yuntas Tatantar Jyotir Yevayaha Tatantar Jyotir Yevayaha Sayogi Brahma Nirvanam Sayogi Brahma Nirvanam Brahma Bhuto Digachati Brahma Bhuto Digachati Let's do that once again. Yontas Sukhontararamas Yontas Sukhontararamas Tatantar Jyotir Evayaha Tatantar Jyotir Evayaha Sayogi Brahma Nirvanam Sayogi Brahma Nirvanam Brahma Bhuto Digachati Wonderful, very nice. So please read the translation by yourself. One whose happiness is within, who is active within, who rejoices within, and is illumined within, is actually the perfect Christian. He is liberated in the Supreme and ultimately he attains the Supreme. Wonderful, thank you. Hare Krishna. So, another very interesting verse. So, we have Uma Kumar joining on YouTube, okay, and Vinodji also has joined on YouTube, great. So, let's understand, 
this verse number 24 krishna is explaining this very beautifully here so he is saying yontas sukho and there is antas sukha and there is antara aramaha so sukha and aramaha are they not synonymous do they not mean the same sukha and aramaha many times we say aap sab sukhi ho na and sab aaram hai na aapke yahan pe you know we talk like this so sukha and arama are they same if they are same then why is krishna separating them and using two different words here sukha and arama so here we need to understand there is a subtle difference between sukha and arama there is anta sukha and there is anta arama so let us understand what is this anta sukha what is this anta arama so there is a very nice word which says that darshana sparshas sambhashat yat sukham jayate rinam aramastu tat vigneyah so anta arama means that joy antar aramaha means that joy experienced by a person who is having darshana darshana of the lord then not just that darshana who is also sambhashana he is also having a conversation with the lord not just that he is also having sparshaha one who is touching the deity form of the lord all the time so anybody who is internally who is having the darshana of the lord who is actually having sambhashana with the lord and who is also having sparsha of the lord such a person is actually enjoying antararamaha so he is enjoying from within see just imagine there are so many great yogis they are actually having darshan of the parmatma within the heart constantly so that is darshana having internally similarly they are touching the lord i had given you this example that how a poor brahmana he could not worship the lord he had no resources to worship the lord and he heard somewhere in the bhagavata class that how even in the mind you can do all the offerings to the lord and that will be accepted and he started actually meditating and then he in the mind in meditation he used to offer the chandan the flowers and the garlands and then giving the abhishekam doing abhishekam to the lord all these different things in the mind and then once he touched the hot rice you know he offered the hot rice he wanted to check if it is too hot he put his finger and then immediately his finger was burnt Now actually that was all in the meditation but when he actually opened his eyes he could actually see that his finger was burnt so why i am trying this is telling this is because such a person is antararamaha he is constantly having darshana sambhashana and sparsha of the lord internally and then what is antasukha then so krishna is saying here antasukha means that joy a person who experiences that joy which comes from tolerating lust and anger then there is a certain sukha that you get some joy that you get that is antasukha you can actually experience this any time when there is a temptation my dear devotees you please understand this 
you must have already experienced this also that any time when you have actually not fallen prey to the temptations you have not gone you know sometimes there is so much of temptation to watch a certain movie or something but then you say no no i have to study and then you give up the temptation the moment you give up that temptation there is an element of joy within you there is an experience of joy and happiness within you please understand you may you may have experienced this if you are conscious any time when you give up temptations it will be rewarded with some sukha antasukaha krishna is referring to that sukaha so definitely please understand falling prey to temptations yes it may give you some pleasure and pleasure is temporary but what krishna is talking is he is talking about sukha and that sukha which is permanent any time you give up some sort of temptation you will experience a joy internally it is very important so actually antasukha means that joy which you get by avoiding temptations so now when you ask people oh aap sab sukhi ho they'll tell oh main to sukhi hu aaram hai sir ah main bhi aaram hu bahut aaram hu but actually are they really sukhi are they really in that state of aramaha why they are not in the state of arama because they are not having internal darshana sparsha and sambhashana with the lord and then are they really sukhi oh mai bahut sukhi hu kaise sukhi hu yaar you constantly are smoking and drinking and engaging on all types of and you are saying sukhi no 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 you are just cheating yourself actually such a person is in illusion he thinks that he is happy but he is in illusion illusion of happiness and most of the people today across the world they are actually living in the illusion that oh they are very happy they are very sukhi but you see they are not sukhi because constantly their mind is demanding give me this give me that give me this give me that they are not satisfied and with that sort of state of mind do you think person will be sukhi antas sukhi not possible because mind is disturbed all the time so just see how krishna is breaking down if you want to become sukhi if you want to become antas sukhi and anta aramaha then these are the things that you have to follow then krishna is saying tatantara jyotir evayah anta jyotihi jyotihi also refers to the parmatma within the lord within the heart within us anta jyotihi so this parmatma can also be experienced by a person who is free or who is experiencing anta aramaha and anta sukhi now what to speak you know just imagine many people they talk oh bhagwan hai nahi hai kon janta hai why they talk like this you know because they have not even achieved the state of happiness they have not even achieved the state of aramaha and sukha where is the question of anta jyotihi when a person is constantly dabbling with all these materialistic problems day in and day out do you think that even he will think of antar jyoti he'll think of the lord no why so many atheists are there in the world today why because they are so confused they are not even happy to think of the lord to meditate on the lord you first have to become arama you have to become sukhi please understand at least to some extent you should be internally pacified you should be peaceful not disturbed by lust and anger then there is jyoti hi antar jyoti 
So these are the secrets. You know, you see all, you see the connections, my dear devotees. You see the dots getting connected here. That how the cause of our happiness is actually with you. It's all within you, and Krishna is there to support us. But we are not taking right decisions because we are confused. We are constantly thinking that external things will give us happiness, but we are not happy. They will never give us happiness. So this is the difference. So you understood what is anta sukha, anta aramaha, and you also understood what is anta jyotihi, right? So we have to understand this parabrahma. Anta jyoti means parabrahma, who is uh, beyond this uh, material existence. And then Krishna is saying that sayogi brahma nirvanam. So only who experiences this kind of anta sukha, anta aramaha, anta jyotihi, such a person is. Yogi, Krishna is he is a yogi. Brahma Nirvanam. Nirvanam. What is this word Nirvanam? Many times it has been used. And especially uh, the Buddhist, they talk about Nirvana. They talk about Nirvana. But we should know what is the real meaning of Nirvana. Nirvana means for them it is nothingness. The state of nothingness. It is the state of Ah, there is nothing. They tell actually, just yesterday I met a person. I mean, I, I was talking to a person and he was telling, you know, there is something beyond Krishna. And that state beyond Krishna is the state of nothingness. And that is the state we are supposed to achieve. You know, so this is uh, their understanding of the spirituality. But what Krishna is saying in the Bhagavad Gita, there is nothing about me. Krishna is declaring, there is nothing beyond me. I am the final point of highest point that you can reach. So, why I am saying what is Brahma Nirvanam? Let's understand this Nirvanam. Va, va can also be sometimes equated or interplaced uh, with uh, Ba. Many times, you know, many times uh, there is a word, uh, you know, Yagna is called Jagna. Many people also for Eshoda say Jashoda, right? For uh, Wali uh, or uh, Wali they see Bali. You know, so Va can be replaced with Ba. So Nirvanam can also be termed as Nirvanam. Bana means body. This Prakrita body. Prakrita body means the body with of made up of five elements, right? So Prakrita body, Nirvanam or Nirvanam means you do not have this Prakrita body. Who doesn't have? Brahma Nirvanam. The Brahma, the Supreme Parabrahman, he does not have Prakrita body. One who understands that Lord is Brahma Nirvanam, he doesn't have this Prakrita body, is actually Yogi. So Yogi. He is a Yogi. Just see. So Nirvanam means you actually don't have this material body. Who doesn't have? We as spirit souls also do not have material body and Brahma Nirvanam, Lord also doesn't have a material body, this Prakrita body. Right? So this is what we need to understand. Now, because we do not have Prakrita body, does it mean that we don't have a body? No, there is a spiritual body. The body which is not having this uh, material body. Right? So, Brahmo Bhuto Rigachati. So, we should know that this is what Krishna is telling here that please become Antara Rama, Anta Sukha. Please achieve that state. Please. 
such a wonderful thing it is such a important factor in our life so don't waste this human form of life do not waste become happy and joyful you see uh, devotees uh, you know when they singing and dancing all the time uh, celebrating with so many festivals you see they are so joyous why because they are constantly in touch with the lord the parabrahman that is why there is effulgence when they talk when they speak everything there is some sanctity why because they are constantly in touch with that parabrahman right so very nicely we have understood this so let's go to the next verse so dev you can unmute yourself and let's chant the next two verse and that is verse number 25 is this visible to you dev yes sir okay labhante brahma nirvanam labhante brahma nirvanam ृष्यूतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतरतर
what will happen to that papa sheena it will become reduce it will reduce labande brahma nirvanam rishaya sheena kalmashaha so is it not a great thing that you know your papa is getting reduced so this is the greatest labha and not just this krishna is also further explaining that chinnat dvaidha yatatmanaha dvaidha means doubt illusion krishna is saying right one who is free from duality and doubt illusion dvaidha means doubt and illusion many people almost all of us are having some sort of doubt and illusion within us to some degree we are all illusioned with so many different things about reality at the same time we are also having doubts about so many things as we are discussing bhagavad gita then you will be thinking many people will be doubting the uh, bhagavad gita itself what krishna he was existing not existing krishna has not spoken only some person called vedavyasa has written it's not bhagavad gita many people doubt right so dvaidah yatatmanah so there is constant this doubt and illusion within us actually becoming free from doubt and illusion this dvaida itself is a great labha just imagine many people don't understand this most of the problems in their life is because doubts a person who is knowledgeable he can solve many thing, many things many problems in his life any problems will come but if you are knowledgeable then you can solve the problem but people because they are illusion and they are having this doubt such people will always face some problems they will experience dukha in their life but a person who has achieved brahma nirvanam who has attained that state of brahma nirvanam such a person has great profit what is a profit he is free from doubt and illusion to see he is completely clear any event in his life he sees for it is as it is any event he will see yes it is as it is he will not have any doubt he will have complete faith it is happening because of the lord that faith he has no doubt right so that state of doubtlessness is what we need to achieve no very very important and what happens is the interesting thing is when you actually become free from doubt and illusion that state in that state sarva bhuta hiteratha there are many people who would talk about doing good to others you know humanity in fact many times uh, our achyutan ji also has raised this question that are we not supposed to help human beings the fellow beings right we are all supposed to do that we have to help people but krishna is saying how sarva bhute hiteratha krishna is saying please do not limit achutan ji krishna is telling this is telling that don't limit your compassion only to human beings sarva bhuta hi saying you have to show compassion to all the beings sarva bhuta hiteratha and this is word not just of the word of the bhagavad gita this is the word of the vedas also the purusha sukta it's very beautifully says हरिओंत्छ्योगाग्रणीमे गाया गातपत दैवी स्वस्तिरस्तु नवस्तिर्मा उद्वम जिगा शिजम 
शो अस्तुद्विपदे शम चतुष्पदे ओम शांति 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 शो अस्तुद्विपदे द्विपदे ए मीन्स द्विपदा हु आर द्विपदा वी आर द्विपाद राइट ह्यूमन बीइंग्स आर टू लेक एनिमल्स द्विपादा शो अस्तुद्विपदे शुष्पदे चतुष्पदे मीन्स डोंट जस्ट लिमिट युअर वेलफेयर एक्टिविटीज टू द्विपदा बट चतुष्पदे ऑल्सो ऑल फोर लेक एनिमल्स ऑल्सो यू शो कंपैशन हाँ आई विल टेक केयर ऑफ माई Uh, I'll protect my brothers and sisters, and then I will go and kill the four-legged animals and eat them. Just see, nicely you fry them and eat them and then chop them and you know you do all these nonsense things and then consume them. So at one state you want to protect the dwipada, you're protecting and showing your compassion, but at the same time you are limiting your compassion to only dwipada and then going and killing all the chatushpada. the goats and the you know the chickens and the cows and you know there are so many people they are going and eating in fact if you go and check in china so these people are you know anything that moves they will eat it that is food for them anything any creature that moves is food for them and the days will come if you are thinking prabhu ji what is the problem you see the days will come very soon that how people by eating animals will go come to a state of eating humans which is already happening in japan are you aware that people are eating human brain jams they are having the food and dishes made up of human fetuses aborted babies they go and eat it this is already happening narabakshis they are becoming narabakshis forget about chatushpadis so why this is happening because the loss of compassion so krishna is saying labhante brahma nirvanam what is the labha of becoming brahma nirvanam this is the thing first thing you will become free from kalmashah all the papah second you will become free from doubt and delusion and then you will actually become very uh, so sober that you want to do welfare activities for every living entity sarva bhuta hiterataha you think about hita of all the bhutas just see and is this not what is krishna's aim and goal is krishna not loving to everyone is he not loving father of all the living entities because krishna's vision is what in the vision of krishna the cats the pigs the dogs and elephants the fishes and everything is his children they are all his part and parcel krishna is telling you also come to that state the state of brahma nirvanam because in that state just like i see everyone with equal vision you will also see everyone with equal vision and you will think of welfare activities for all just like i am thinking of welfare activities of everyone because krishna is thinking of he is actually sarva bhuta hi terata why because he is the one who is feeding the big big elephants in the africa he is feeding the ants in your home the small small ants he is feeding the fish he is feeding the birds he is taking care of all the living entities because he is sarva bhuta hi terata are we doing that 
Forget about them. We are not even feeding ourselves properly. We are misusing and exploiting our own body. What to talk about showing compassion to others? If we come to the state of showing compassion to ourselves, that is the greatest uh, illusion that we can break. Many people, they are not even taking care of themselves properly. You know, they just are like garbage vans. Putting garbage in the mind, putting garbage in the mouth and the stomach. All the time. And where is the compassion? I mean, you are just having no compassion for your own body, for your own self. So, this is all because lack of knowledge. Very, very bad state we have achieved. So, you see, this is how Krishna is saying, Labhante, please, you get this great profit. Now, are we not interested in this great profit? Becoming free from all the papa? We may not think this as a profit, but this is a great profit in human life. Because how much, whatever material assets you get, today or tomorrow, when at a point of death, everything will go. Your body will go, your material, land, bank balance, everything will go. Properties, everything will go. Your relatives will go. What will remain? Only your papa and punya. And now Krishna is saying, I'll reduce that papa for you. So these are important things you should know. So let's go to the next verse, the 26th verse, we'll try to cover that also. Again, very interesting. So, alright, so Achyutanji, you can unmute yourself and let's chant the 26th verse. Let's see what Krishna is sharing here. Hope this is visible to you. Yes. Okay, Achyutanji, maybe some network issues. So, Dev, you can unmute yourself. And let's chant this once again, okay? You get a chance. 26. Kamakrodha vimuktanaham Kamakrodha vimuktanaham Yati nam yata chetasam Yati nam yata chetasam Abhito brahma nirvanam Abhito brahma nirvanam Vartate Viditatmanam Vartate Viditatmanam Once again, Kamakrodha Vimuktanam Kamakrodha Vimuktanam Yati Namyata Chetasam Yati Namyata Chetasam Abhito Brahma Nirvanam Abhito Brahma Nirvanam Vartate Viditatmanam Vartate Viditatmanam Wonderful. Please read the translation. Those who are free from anger and all material desires, who are self-realized, self-disciplined and constantly endeavoring for perfection, are assured of liberation in the Supreme in the very near future. Hare Krishna. So very nice, wonderful. So what Krishna is saying here? See, kamakrodha vimukta na. So what happens is when you become free from all these desires and angers, and then you are also brahma nirvanam abhito. Krishna is saying for such a person who has achieved the state of brahma nirvanam. 
Abhito means I will assure that such a person will get liberation. Krishna is assuring, it is assured, take it for granted that anybody who is becoming free from lust and anger, he is actually going to get liberation. Now this is the secret, a formula. All of us are looking for moksha. Now if you want to achieve moksha, liberation, just check yourself. Am I eligible for moksha? You just see, okay, do I have lust? Do I, have, do I get angry? Do I have material desires? Check it for yourself. I am not in the state of liberation as of now. I don't know about you. But definitely there are so many material desires still in the heart and at the same time there is anger also. So, yeah, yes, I do get angry sometimes. So, I am just sharing with all of you. Just most of you, of, uh, some people here. <laughs> but some of you have not seen my anger. But you see, there is no question of liberation if we are having this lust and anger. Just see. Dangerous situation. But Krishna is saying, Yatinam, Yatachetasam. A Yati, one who is a spiritualist, who is in Krishna consciousness, he can actually get liberation and I will assure. What more do we want? Krishna is promising. And Krishna's promise will never go in vain. It's not like us, you know, we promise and we break promises. But Krishna is not like that. Krishna's promise means he will promise and he will execute. So, it's very nice. How is this possible, Prabhuji? How can this be possible? So, here it is said, Prabhupada is explaining that, that how just by worshipping in devotional service, Prabhupada in the Prabhupada is explaining a very beautiful verse and verse from Bhagavatam. He says, Yatpada Pankaja Palasha Vilasha Bhaktya Karmashayam Grihitam Udgrahyanti in Sat. Santaha Tadvanna Rikta Matayo Yatayopi Ruddha Shoto Ganastam Aranam Bhajavasudevam Which means that how anybody who is in worshipping the Lord in devotional service, Vasudeva, such great sages, they are not disturbed by the forces of senses and they can effectively control all these things and then they enjoy the transcendental bliss. You know, that Sukha, that we were talking about, Anta Sukha, Anta Arama, they all enjoy this. How? Because they are constantly serving the Lord. You know, what is that Aramaha means what? Darshana, Sparsha and Sambhashana. So they are engaged in these three things. And that's why they are enjoying that internal bliss. Right? So when we are doing this, when we are having that internal bliss, we want to share. You know, most rich people, they are becoming philanthropists. Why? Ah, they have got so much of money. Now they are still not satisfied. So they think that, okay, I have so much of wealth. Let me give and distribute this wealth to the needy people. And then by doing this charitable work, they become a ah, little happiness they get. Right? So when you also get the greatest wealth of transcendental bliss, you are getting the greatest joy of spiritual joy. Do you think that you will just con contain it to yourself? 
confine it to yourself. No, you want to give it to others. You want to share this joy to others. Right? So this is what the great devotees do. And Krishna is saying that very nicely, that he is promising, right, that I assure you that you will get liberation. How does he do that? Very nicely, although Krishna is very far, he is in the spiritual world we think, right? He is also within our heart. But at the same time, Krishna is maintaining all of us, he is assuring us. Why? Because he is giving a very beautiful analogy here. Prabhupada is giving this analogy. He says in the purport, Prabhupada explains, Darshana dhyana samsparshay matsya kurma vihangamaha swanya patyani pushnati tathaham apipadmaja. Very beautiful meaning. You know, this may be news to all of us. Actually, dhyana, darshana, darshana means the fishes. Matsya, the fishes which are there in the water, just by looking at their offsprings, you know, they raise their offsprings. Their children are taken care by the fish by just vision. They look at their offsprings and they raise them. And the turtle, the kurma, the tortoise, you know, they, they lay eggs on the seashore, on the beach, on the land, and the tortoise, they are actually, they are in the waters. Now, who is taking care of these eggs here? The tortoise itself, but how does it take care, although it is far? By meditating, dhyana. This tortoise has the ability, by meditating on the offsprings, the eggs which it has laid, it can raise the children. This is the power of tortoise. And then the birds, sparsha, the birds, they take care, they raise their offsprings by how? by touching them. You must be seeing sometimes, you know, uh, the birds, they go and they are uh, feeding them by touch and also they are very close to them. In fact, many times they don't, uh, uh, you know, when you see the small uh, birdlets uh, and if you just go and touch the nest, you know, the touch of the nest, you go and touch, then immediately they open the mouth. Why? Because uh, the offsprings, the small chicks, you know, the birdlets, they are so used to their uh, mother bird or the father bird, uh, the touch of their, them, because that is when the touch of the mother bird, then immediately they open the mouth, because they know that, okay, my mother is going to feed something now. It's going to, so offspring of the bird that are taken care by the sparsha, and the fish, just by seeing the offspring, it raises the children. I know some mothers will be wondering, oh, what a wonderful thing, Prabhuji. Wish we could have this power, you know, I can just remain in my, uh, with my mother and my children are here. I can just sitting there, I can meditate on my children, I can raise them. It's not possible for humans. So this is the power of the fish, the power of the tortoise and the power of the birds. So if this power is available for these living entities, if they can take care of their offsprings, what to speak of the Lord? He is the Supreme Lord, sitting there in the spiritual world, He can take care of all of us. And by, Prabhupada says that, actually, when you start meditating on the Parabrahman within you, you will get transported from this material world to the spiritual world. It is very much possible. Brahman Nirvana. So Krishna is exactly saying that, 
Abhito Brahma Nirvanam Vartate Viditatmana. For that you have to become free from Kama Krodha Vimukta Vimuktana. Become free from Kama and Krodha. So so many nice things are there in the Bhagavad Gita. We all have to experience these things. It's an experiential book. If you can understand Bhagavad Gita, it can give you amazing experiences. And Krishna is offering all this to us. And Prabhupada has simplified this even more for all of us. Right? So, take advantage. Let us all become Sukhi Naraha. Let us not become animals, act like animals. Let us become Sukhi Naraha. Let us become Antasukhi, Antasukhi. Let us experience Antaraaramaha, Antajyotihi. See, Krishna is repeatedly saying, achieve Brahma Nirvana. What more do we want? And if you do all these things, if you follow this process, I will assure you, Abhito, Krishna is saying, I will assure you that you will be liberated. What more? Right? So very nice, beautiful things have been explained here. So let me take some questions here. You can also feel free to ask questions now. So Vinodji is saying, Prabhuji, as you said, let's see what is this uh, question. So Vinodji is saying, Prabhuji, as you said, the Chinese people eat whatever moves. Does that mean that the Chinese will <laughs> never get liberation? They will get liberation if they take to the path of Krishna consciousness. Right? And if they take to Krishna consciousness, then they have to leave eating all that moves. <laughs> right? So there are actually ISKCON temples, centers in China also. So although they don't openly do a lot of big events and programs and festivals, so devotees, because it's a communist country, you cannot openly have a lot of things there. But internally there are preaching happening. Even in Chinese there are uh, Bhagavad Gita available and other books of Prabhupada available. So the preaching is happening there also. So those people in China who are actually following Krishna consciousness, they will get liberated if they follow this process and they get free from Kama and Krodha. Uh, but those who do not, who are constantly eating anything and everything, then there is a problem. Then they have to become hogs because hogs are the animals which will eat anything. So in the next life they will become hogs. They will become hogs or maybe even degraded. They will go to the hellish planets there. And just like they have nicely boiled and cut and chopped and eaten these animals, they will be fried and chopped and you know cut and they will be eaten by the same very animals. They are waiting, you know, the animals who are killed, they are waiting to kill these animals and eat them in the hellish planets. They are waiting for that day. So be careful. So these people will... <laughs> Never get liberated. There is no shortcut. There is no shortcut. So, uh, there is no escape route. So, Krishna is saying you have to follow the process. And the process is very beautifully explained by Krishna himself. So, so nice. So, there is no question of Chinese people uh, getting liberated. And uh, we can just talk about them. But ultimately, we have to think about ourselves. What is the best thing that we can do? Am I ready to follow and walk the path that Krishna has explained? So with full confidence in the association of devotees, in satsang, which will give us that strength to follow the process, we can become liberated. In fact, if we follow Krishna consciousness, if we can become bhaktas, liberation, you know, Mukti Devi, she will come at your doorstep. 
the shastras explain that anybody who is becoming a bhakta a great devotee mukti devi will stand will wait for you at your doorstep and she will take you to the spiritual world just like for dhruva maharaj dhruva maharaj just five year old boy and such a small boy when he saw had the darshan of the lord by doing intense tapasya he followed the process given by narada muni in the jungles and just by following the process given by narada muni in the jungles within 6 months he could have darshan of vishnu and then vishnu said okay okay you now you have to rule you have become purified and then after ruling when actually dhru maharaj was supposed to get liberated what happened at that time there was a spiritual plane spiritual plane with the vishnu dutas and it landed on earth near his palace and then there comes dhru maharaj and you know when he was climbing the plane the spiritual plane he stepped on death personified death himself the death personified himself he bowed down and became a step for him to climb the spiritual plane just see so if you become a bhakta you will easily step over that and then you will climb the spiritual plane it's waiting for us actually krishna is waiting he is ready to send the beautiful spiritual plane for all of us but we are busy here with kama krodha angry with krishna only so many people you know we are angry with krishna oh that krishna he did that to me he that any problem people face it is because of krishna they will not blame themselves so we should become free from lust and anger so let's see if there are any more questions yes there are questions here so achutan ji is also back okay good so hina mata ji is saying that prabhu ji most people are not aware of the consequences so how do they progress i am asking about non vegetarian non vegetarian eaters yes so that is a fact that many people are eating non vegetarian food is because of ignorance many people have this cultural background they think that okay it's in our culture that we have to eat and just because the sheer fact that they are born in a certain culture uh, and they start eating it for example for me you know uh, they say that okay you are a kshatriya and you are supposed to eat now they don't know in our own community i see there are so many people not so many people almost everybody who is eating non vegetarian food and they all very proudly say that we are ssk you know the sahasrarjun uh, uh, so moments sahasrarjun kshatriyas we are now sahasrarjun maharaj who is actually the incarnation of uh, sudarshan chakra he was a vegetarian the king our own king is a vegetarian and here there are people down the line who have come and started a new culture of killing animals and eating so what to do now it's all because of ignorance so now how do they progress now just for example when i you know by birth i was born in certain family in a certain uh, cultural background and by default i was told that i should eat non vegetarian food and i was eating my god i remember those days i feel so guilty about it now i just want to close my face <laughs> don't want to show it to all of you but yes i was eating until i actually came across the books of prabhupada 
somehow the mercy caused this mercy i started reading and now i know what it is oh my god such a dangerous thing if not for prabhupada books i would have been gone i would not be speaking like this to all of you just see so now what happened actually association of the devotees and the books of prabhupada helped me so i am very confident that if i can also become a devotee giving up all these things then everybody who is actually eating non vegetarian food there is a hope any sane person there is a hope if he can understand the principle if he has the strength the inner courage to face all the cultural uh, stigma and then face it with open boldness that yes i am going to stop it now not illogically with logic and reason so we have to educate people because there are many borderline cases you know what are borderline cases they are just following certain things because of the cultural background or the kind of uh, systems they are been uh, exposed to since childhood they don't know whether it is right or wrong but if you can explain to them logically and make them understand that it is wrong then they will from borderline they will come into a state of purification very much possible so we have to educate people and there are so many people for example you see prabhupad he is going to the western world americans who wear meat eaters day in and out for breakfast lunch and dinner they will have non vegetarian food but then what happened today there are so many devotees who have given up right so there is a hope for all of us to become great devotees but they should actually krishna is giving chance to many in so many forms you know many non vegetarians they come across certain some devotee they'll take some prasadam they will interact with some devotee many things are happening krishna is constantly giving them chances come on now at least you look at me at least now you think about bhagavad gita now at least you start reading bhagavad gita krishna is such a merciful lord he is giving constant reminders to people but are we actually looking for those that is not happening that we are not doing and that is a problem so uh, so you know this is what is happening right now so there is a possibility if we can educate people and make them understand about the facts the truth right so they are not aware we have to make them aware awareness is what we have to create right by become by making them aware you are educating them and they will automatically progress so the key for uh, progress their progress is make them aware so there are sessions available you can take them to this con temple there are sessions happening there you can make them exposed to these uh, wonderful sessions they will learn and if they are sober they will take it up at least our duty we are doing as yes we are making them we are exposing them to these knowledge we are telling them this is a option available now whether they take it or not that is left to them we cannot that's a free will we cannot force anyone krishna is not forcing anyone so who are we to force but at least we did our duty that satisfaction is there right so that is very much possible so hinamati is also asking also prabhu ji whatever karmas we do in this life how do we discern whether they are reaction or aghami karma okay so there is something called as prarabdha karma and there is something called as agami karma which we have explained earlier right and there is sanchit karma so sanchit karma is the deposit 
Now, Prarabdha Karma, there are major events which will happen, the Sukha and Dukha will come to you because Prarabdha Karma is fixed. Now, Aghavi Karma means day-to-day activities. Now, for example, you are taking birth in a certain family is Prarabdha Karma. Your height is Prarabdha Karma. Your complexion is Prarabdha Karma. Now, certain psychophysical nature that we have acquired, that is psycho, that is Prarabdha Karma. Certain inclinations we have, certain inherent talents we have towards music or towards art and crafts, towards cooking, certain inclination, it is because of Prarabdha Karma. It is allotted to us. Now, Aghami Karma means, now, to give you an example of, uh, uh, you know, there are these people, uh, sports people, sometimes they commit some mistake, you know. Uh, for Tiger Woods, for example, I have given this example before, that how, now Prarabdha Karma has allotted him so much of victory. He he's become the world champion in golf. But then he had an affair with some woman and then that is Agami Karma. He committed because of temptation. He, fall, he fell prey to that temptation and then he lost all the endorsements and so many problems he had to face. That is Agami Karma. Agami Karma where you can see that this is my mistake in this very lifetime and because of this mistake I am facing this particular problem. It's instant reaction, you can see. So, certain reactions that you know at a broad level that this is Prarabdha Karma, I cannot uh, change them, certain things. And Agami Karma means you very clearly know that you did not study for exams and you failed. It's Agami Karma, the consequences, the reaction is immediate. Right? So, this way we can understand and discern between Prarabdha Karma and uh, Aghami Karma. So, with little knowledge and becoming conscious. So, with this I think uh, it is clear and I hope uh, I'm, I, you're clear with the answer and please let me know if there is further question. So we are just left with uh, three more uh, shlokas in this particular uh, chapter 5 and we will complete it next week although this was the first Sunday of the month and I wanted to do practical spirituality but I thought that it is nice if we can take it uh, after uh, this session maybe the next session since we are just covering three verses we can finish the three verses and a little bit of practical spirituality we can do the next uh, Sunday. Uh, by the way I just want to inform all of you that next uh, Sunday Actually, I'm traveling to Wiser and I'll not be available for few days. So, instead of having it uh, on Sunday, can we have it on Saturday? So, if that is possible, please let me know in the comment section. The same time, 11 to uh, 12.30, instead of Sunday, can we have it on Saturday? Because Sunday, I'll not be available. Only the next Sunday. So... Please let me know uh, either in the comment section or uh, either you can uh, share or you can also message me. Please check your calendar then you can get back to me and uh, I will accordingly schedule and uh, plan for the session. Alright. So <clears throat> with this we will end the session today. We have covered 54 sessions by the way and we are just left with three more shlokas in this particular chapter. So please take care all of you and uh, we will meet again next Sunday. Until then, take care. Hare Krishna.